We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm sure to put it out there because I know our guest is on the line. Uh, and yes. I think... I just think that this person might be able to help us. Honestly, so cliched. A former offensive lineman to talk about food. Mike Golick Jr., of course, DraftKings Football and the Gojo Podcast. Gojo, thanks so much for doing this today. I appreciate you guys leading me in with food. I know it's cliche, but like a lot of football cliches, they're there for a reason. And my <laughs> mouth is actually salivating right now. It's going to make it hard to talk. I just started looking up Brunswick stew, and I'm a looking and I'm a liking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to see if we can procure some here in New York City. This is thank God we're in New York because we can usually get anything we want. Yeah. By but, the way, like I don't know how far you are away you are, but if you want to join us, just jump <laughs> we'll in a car. We'll have some barbecue yeah. and some Brun- Brunswick stew later in the show. <laughs> There we go. It's all deadly. I can make that happen. <laughs> Very good. Well, while you, we do get the privilege of talking to a former offensive line, we'll get to Notre Dame in a moment, but the Jeff Saturday move, uh, our audience is interested in it. Perloff and I are obviously pretty pretty shocked and kind of kind of baffled. What was your take? Um, disappointed in the process, but happy for the person, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I got to work with Jeff a lot at ESPN and certainly, you know, being around him, you've seen it echoed from anyone that's been a teammate with Jeff at any level. He's a guy with all the traits that you want in a leader, someone in a position in that room. Now, we're all a little shocked by how this happened, and I think as we circle back on what the issue, I think for most people at the core of this is, is the NFL's hiring practices. We know that's been an area when, especially when it comes to prioritizing and giving opportunity to minority candidates, the NFL's fallen woefully short time and time again, and this was sort of a window into the thought process because the Rooney rule, a lot of the normal parts about a coaching hire don't really apply in this situation because it's an interim job. But hearing Jim Ursay at the microphone, and my God, that was somewhere between a rambling answer <laughs> I tried to give when I was called on in class, clearly not paying attention, and something of a WWE promo with some of the defiance. I think it really left a lot to be desired as far as if I was a candidate uh, of any skin color looking up and saying, this is really how choices are being made by the billionaires that run this business. So I would say that's disheartening. But now for the Colts, it's going to be interesting to see because you do have all the rest of the coaching staff still in place there. Sand your offensive coordinator, who you had parted ways with a couple weeks before. And you're going down the stretch of a season where you were already a team that was performing poorly. You would turn to a young quarterback in Sam Ellinger and there were really no expectations. And so I don't know what to make of this, but I know that I'm rooting for Jeff Saturday because I believe in who he is as a man. Mike, we were having an interesting conversation. What does a head coach do in the sense that <laughs> is it okay to not have any idea really what, what plays have been called up until this point since he's coming? And he probably does because he knows the Colts so well. But can you sort of parachute in 
and really help the team on an X's and O's level, or is that not something that he's going to have to do? I don't think that's going to be the position they put him in. Now, Jeff's got the advantage of having been consulting for the team for a number of years right now, and if you listen to some of the interviews that Dan Orlovsky's done talking about the conversations they've been having, it seems like Jeff's been very dialed in on a lot of the things as far as league-wide trends, big topics, especially as they surround the Colts. And so he's familiar enough with the team. But to your point, you're dropping in midway through a season. Jeff knows this as well as anybody. The time under task you spend in the offseason, through training camp, battling and trying to figure things out on a day-to-day basis, they've got their routines now. And so it's going to be on Jeff coming in here. And again, his past experience in being a leader of a team as a player, I think really helps in coming in and understanding he's got to go in there and win over a locker room by showing him he's ready to be a servant leader, showing them that he is there with their best interest in mind because they've already got their bond. This team, the Colts team for 2022, already has the bond there, even if it hasn't netted them results on the field. And so, yeah, he can come in and and really, this is a, a conversation that I hear Dominique Foxworth have all the time. You don't always need a head coach to come in and have an expertise on one side of the ball. In fact, I think far too often we prioritize that. We look for, all right, well, who's the next coordinator to come from the McVay-Shanahan tree or who's got the greatest defensive scheme? It it can often be about, hey, what do you do in front of the room? How do you organize the the way that we go about our business here? How do you try and go about leading everyone on the team that's player and coach in the way that they need to be led? And sometimes those skills don't necessarily have to coincide with a particular expertise in one facet of the game. So one thing I did hear from Ursay is he he was concerned about the offensive line because this offensive line in Indy should kill it. They have Quentin Nelson, maybe the best guard of the modern era. Do you think they've underperformed uh, as much as some other people are saying? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, and they said it themselves, Frank Wright, when they sat down, Matt Ryan said, we failed Matt Ryan in delivering on what we had told him was here for this roster, and left tackle's been something I think this Colts team has struggled with the last couple of seasons, trying to fill that void. Um, I think you've seen that shuffling go on around there. Injury was certainly a part of it, but still, uh, listen, last year, a group that had Jonathan Allen in the MVP conversation halfway through the season, and so this year, the step back that that group took absolutely put this offense in a position where with a quarterback that wasn't mobile, you weren't really going to be able to do a whole lot of the things that you wanted to do. So yeah, that's been one of those areas. And I know there's been a lot of conversation about, you know, Jim Irsay making that call to Jeff Saturday weeks ago, talking about the Colts offensive line and the issues there. And that's definitely been at the heart of what's been a disappointing season for this team. There's no other way to slice it. Michael Jr. is our guest. He's a DraftKings football analyst. He's got the Gojo podcast. Go check that out. As we're talking, Ian Rappaport is tweeting that Matt Ryan was a full participant and is available. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. For interim coach Jeff Saturday, if need be, uh, we'll see if there's really any truth to that. All right, uh, Michael Jr., we've got to ask you about Notre Dame. Because I can't imagine what it's like to be a member of the football team right now. This has got to be like whiplash. 
You've had some of the worst losses in the history of the program happen this season. Yet also, you beat Clemson, and now you're 20th in the college football rankings, and it looks like the season you know, is at least back on track. What do you think it's like to be a player now for this Notre Dame team? So I'll equate it to turbulence on an airplane because one of the funny things about turbulence on an airplane is the way it feels for everyone going through it and what it actually is are two different things, right? Because when you look at the outside, the plane's not actually whipping around like that. It's not actually going crazy, but it feels like it on the inside. And I think at the beginning of the season, they probably felt a lot more of that turbulence. This was a group that, remember, outside of the freshmen, Notre Dame's won double-digit games every season for the last five years. They have only known winning on a high level, being in the playoff mix when it comes down to the end of the season, and having to make that adjustment really after the Marshall game where all of a sudden you're two losses into the season very early before we get out of September and October, and then after the Stanford game, they had to reassess some of the things that I think Notre Dame fans had come to take for granted, which is, your work habits on a day-to-day basis when there is not a number to the left of the team that you're playing. Mm -hmm. If you look at Notre Dame this year, they've been very good at that. I was on a lot of teams where we were pretty competitive against high-profile teams and then would lose to UConn on senior day, Syracuse on senior day, Tulsa and Brian Kelly's first year because your work habits were not consistent enough during the week. And so I think with a new staff with a lot of turnover and leadership on this team at key positions, they had to kind of get used to their different way of doing things for this team. College football is so variable each year because you have massive roster tournament, even before we talk about the transfer portals rolling things. And so these guys for a while felt that turbulence in the beginning of the season. But I think in the last few games, you've seen them steady around an identity. The offensive line has really come together in a big way this season, thanks in large part, I think, to the return of Harry Eastand, their offensive line coach. And they've leaned into that in the games where they've needed it the most. And so now for that group, I think you finally not settled in and you become comfortable, but settled in and understanding, all right, we're good, but we're not good enough to just roll the ball out there and whoop anyone that comes in front of us. And if we think like that, Navy or Boston College are more than capable of beating you because neither of them are markedly better or worse than the Stanford team that waltzed into South Bend and gave you a really, really bad night. Wow. Uh Speaking of turbulence, LSU and your former coach, Brian Kelly, looked like they were going down early in the season, but now he's more than steadied the ship. Are you surprised how fast Brian Kelly is having success at LSU? Not really. I think their win total before the season was set at seven, and I thought that was sort of insane. That At this point, we didn't realize Brian Kelly was worth at least that as far as raising the floor of your football team. And I think it's a reminder, Brian's best strength has always been understanding the resources available to him at any given stop. It was not the same at Grant Valley as it was at Central Michigan, as it was at Cincinnati, as it was at Notre Dame. And it's certainly not the same now at LSU with the different kind of talent they have available on that roster. And it took a few games to start this season because remember, LSU had 39 scholarship players in the bowl game they played last year. They went and invested big time in players coming in from the portal to help that team. And so in new age college football, that's the stuff that's going to take a little bit longer to gel. It's why an expanded playoff is going to end up being such an advantage to teams like LSU. But uh, no, Brian came in, he figured things out for the beginning portion of the season, him and those coordinators, I think simplified the equation a lot and then let let their great players go out there and make the kind of plays that help them win that game. All right, so Mike, uh, I think we're going to order the stew. Yeah, Brunswick <laughs> stew. Brunswick stew. I think that's what we're gonna. I think we're gonna go with that. So wish us luck. 
No, listen, you guys got this one. <laughs> Stu is just soup with a little more oomph to it, and uh, it's exactly what we need heading into a football weekend. <laughs> Mike, are you at a game this weekend? I am, yeah. I'll be on the road with Learfield Audio calling the uh, Kansas State-Baylor game down in Waco. So the Big 12, the meat grinder as, as it's ever been this season with TCU the lone undefeated and then a whole gaggle of teams sitting there at 6-3 and three trying to fight it out to see if they can still find their way to the Big 12 title game. You know, Mike, we had Ryan Leaf on the show yesterday had called a bunch of Big 12 games this year. He said top to bottom, it's actually the best conference in the nation, and a lot of people didn't agree with him on Twitter. But can you uh, can you at least give a little credence to that if you go from top to bottom? Yeah, so I, I think it's certainly in the running for that, right? I think this year we've seen the SEC, normally a very top-heavy conference, is pretty deep with talented teams this year. I, I don't think there's any disputing that with what we've seen from Ole Miss, Tennessee's rise here. There's, there's plenty to like about that conference, as usual, but it's a little deeper than usual. For the Big 12, I'd say this. They all deserve bonus points for being able to weather some of the worst quarterback injury luck we've seen across the board in a conference, right? You look at everyone in the meat of that thing, and almost all of them have dealt with some of that, right? Spencer Sanders at Oklahoma, Adrian Martinez has been down at times for Kansas State. Everyone on and on down that list has dealt with some version of that. Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma as well. So I think all those teams involved deserve a lot of credit the coaching staffs for being able to weather that storm and keep them in a position to where they're within shouting distance for, you know, and I hear this secondhand because I was not of the conference ilk when I was in college, but you walk into season as a team in the conference, your first goal is to win and get into that conference championship. And so there's a lot of teams that still have a fighting chance of that. And as we're in November now, that's a really cool thing for the conference and a testament to what's been built up there as this went from being an offensive league where we saw these point outputs that we're seeing in the SEC now to being a league that's defined so often by what these defensive coordinators have done to make some really balanced, competitive football. Mike Golick, Jr., DraftKings NFL analyst and, of course, the host of the Gojo podcast. Mike, thanks so much for doing this today. Good luck to your Irish the rest of the way. Thanks, guys. Good luck with the stew. Appreciate it. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.